Hello. Good afternoon. Welcome to Mac and Cheese Podcast.com. I'm grateful that you took out your time to listen to another Bible study. We are currently in the book of Revelation. And today we're going to talk about chapter 14, beginning at verse 1. If you allow me, we're going to just read the first four uh, scriptures in chapter 14. And let's just have a quick prayer. Father, we just bless you and thank you and magnify your name. We want to put you ahead of everything, especially our flesh, ourself. We pray that you would give those that are listening a revelation. This is about revealing your son to us. And so we ask that you just be with us during this Bible study. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Well, it's good to be in your presence again. And uh, as I said, I'd like to read the first four scriptures. And there's a reason because there's so much controversy about chapter 14. And I wanted you to keep in mind while we're reading the first four scriptures, that's as far as we're going to go today, today, that the book of Revelation is not in chronological order. And sometimes it switches back and forth. You don't know if it's talking about in heaven or on earth. You really have to do a lot of research. And uh, I don't consider myself a scholar I'm just a Bible student, just like you are. And if you know um, God has revealed something to you that he hasn't revealed to me, I'd be glad to listen. I'd be go- I, I would be overjoyed if you sent me a text, um, um, got in touch with me, because I want to teach the right thing. I don't want to be guilty of putting anything out there that God did not say. Let's begin chapter 14 of Revelation. And I looked and lo, a lamb stood on Mount Zion and with him a hundred forty and four thousand having his father's name written on their forehead. Verse 2 says, And I heard a voice from heaven as the voice of many waters and as the voice of a great thunder. And I heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps. Verse 3 said, And they sung as it were a new song before the throne and before the four beasts and the elders. And no man could learn that song but the hundred and forty-four thousand which were redeemed from the earth. 
verse 4 says, These are they which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb, whithersoever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men, being the first fruit unto God and to the Lamb. There's a whole lot. And I want to include one more scripture. And in their mouth was found no guile, for they are without fault before the throne of God. Now, as we go back, uh, first of all, that first verse that I wrote, that I uh, quoted, and I looked, and lo, a lamb. We know that lamb is Jesus Christ. And it says, they stood on Mount Zion. Now, what comes in question with a lot of people is where is this location of Jerusalem? And it may refer either to the new Jerusalem or to the earthly Jerusalem during the millennium. And to me, it's not worthy to argue about because if when I get to heaven, I'm going to be so glad that I'm there that I'm not going to worry about who this person is and who the other one is, but to some scholars, it's very important now to get it right. Um, Mount Zion, the city of Jerusalem, where the Messiah will return and plant his feet. And you can find that in Psalms 2, 48, 1 and 2, Isaiah 24 and 23. And it talks about the 144,000. Now, you know, we've heard that figure before. And that figure was the evangelists that were dispersed into the world to go out. And they had the, the biggest revival that ever, more people came to Christ than ever before. This 144,000 that it talks about in chapter 7, they were all Jews, they were all virgins, and uh, I had told you earlier that someone I knew that was a, a, a Jehovah Witness had said they were one of these um, 144,000, which makes it impossible because they were all men, they were all Jews, they were all virgins, and these this uh, one hundred and forty four thousand uh, you know people do assume that they and, and identify them as the ones that were in chapter seven. But I contend that God can, you know, he uses the same figure sometimes over and over. We hear about the Trinity, the three. We hear about seven being a perfect number. And it's all through the Bible is talking about 
the three and the seven and some other numbers, you know, that are very important. So if God wanted to choose another 144,000 to be in chapter 11, you know, I can see that it's happening. There's a big difference between these two groups. And one, one that first group in chapter 7, it uh, they were from the 12 tribes of, of uh, let me see, they were from the 12 tribes. And they were 12,000 from each tribe, which totals up to 144,000. And these are the ones that was dispersed out into the world to uh, tell people that Jesus Christ exists, that he had died on the cross, that he was um, Jewish, that he died for us, that we could repent and that we could uh, be made whole, that we could be forgiven that we could be accepted, that we could be loved. And so this, these people were uh, accomplished their jobs. And it was during the tribulation period that that 144,000 appeared in the city of Jerusalem. And so... This second group, it says that uh, one of the scriptures that we read, it says they were from, from among men. I think it's the fourth scripture. We won't get ahead of ourselves until we get there. But this group is a Christian group. They're just Christian. They're not necessarily Jewish. And this group followed Jesus Christ around all the time and wherever he went. And they had been sealed in the forehead, just like the other group. But this group had the father's name and the son's name on their forehead. So those that want to argue back and forth about them, you know, I don't consider myself scholarly enough to disagree or agree with them. And uh, verse 2, it says, I heard a voice from heaven as the voice of many waters and as the voice of a great thunder. And I heard the voice of the harpers harping with their Hearts. Now, um, John is having this vision on Patmos, and here, right here, he says he heard the voice from heaven. So I assume that this scene took place in heaven. And <clears throat> it says this voice was very loud and uttered by a great multitude of people, signifying by waters in this book. 
and says the same with, with those that praise the Lord for the destruction of the Antichrist and for the marriage of the Lamb. And I was glad that I did try to read over some of the stuff, the reason why people was having such a hard time with this 144,000. And uh, one thing I do know, the scripture isn't about our opinion. You know, we can think whatever we want to. But God, there are still people that God reveals things to. And um, some of us, he reveals through his word. Verse three, it says this group, they had a song that they sang before the throne and before the beasts and the elders. And no man could learn that song but the 144,000, which were redeemed from the earth. Now, the word says that. And so we have to believe what is written. And uh, we've talked about some of the qualifications of this elite group. And it says, these are they which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb wheresoever he goeth. And these were redeemed from among men. In other words, they were from the 12 uh, tribes of Israel. And they weren't from, uh, they were the first fruit unto God and to the Lamb. We're going to cut off right there. Uh, one more thing, though. It says, and in their mouth was found no guile. And I personally didn't have a good understanding of the word guile. And the meaning of it is means they were they didn't have any crafty or artful deception. Insidious cunning to attain a goal. So these did not have, there was no God found in their mouth, for they were without fault before the throne of God. And I can't imagine Jesus Christ wanting somebody around him that um, was not holy. These men were holy like he was holy. Holy. They were not like him per se. It don't mean that they were perfect, but um, they were the chosen ones. And they didn't try to exaggerate or anything like that. They just told the truth all the time. And this verse says it plainly they spoke the truth, not watered down. They did not waver in their decision to follow Jesus. Their faces were set toward heaven, and they did not 
look back. Why don't we cut off here and we'll pick up again Revelation chapter 14, verse 6. I want to just tell you that I am praying for each one of you. God has placed your uh, love in my heart for you. I am so grateful. I wish that more people would download the um, podcast and listen to it. Uh, you might want to start a Bible study or whatever. But sometimes I have two, sometimes I have 40, sometimes I have 100 that downloaded at different times. But we just thank God for each one of you. And I want you to continue to pray for me as I pray for you. This was a project that the Lord put in my heart to do. It was first told to the bishop that prophesied to me. And I intend to carry it out. And God has blessed me over a year now, going on two years soon, to be able to pay for this uh, podcast. And um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. If it reached one person, or it reach many. But by it being uh, put out on the social medias, you know, it might be next year before somebody picks it up. You don't know. But it's open to the world to listen to. I am grateful to be even considered by God to do a work for him. And especially at this age, I, uh, you can find it on all of the medias like um, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, can't think of the next one, but uh, they're on there under my name, Ruby McClellan. And uh, as I said, when I began, I am uh, Mac and cheese is the word of God. They're on all of those and you can find them under the name Ruby McClellan. Now they're on my website, which is Mac and cheese podcast. Dot com that's on Google. It's also on RSS feed. And then I um subscribe to Budspot, Budspot.com, and they put it all out there on every podcast wherever you can. Wherever you can find a podcast, it's on there. And the more people that listen to it, the more upfront it'll be on those podcast uh, stations. I just thank you for being so good to me. I thank God for being a blessing good to me, asking it for much prayer 
in Jesus' name. And I'll be praying for you. And before I leave, give your life to God. It's worth it. The freedom you wouldn't believe that you would experience. The freedom is such a blessing. I didn't know God could be so good. He can wipe away all sin from your life. He can change it in an instant. He can lead you down another path. All you have to do is repent and believe. I thank God for the peace of God. I thank him for his love. And everything he has in store for me, I receive it. Looking forward to seeing you in two weeks. God bless.